What's up, bees? It is just me today, Britain. Brit is actually in Mexico living her best life. I think she's on the golf course right now um, in a well-deserved vacation for her. So um, I'm missing her here in Reno, but definitely happy that she's taking some time to spend with her family and just recharge, reset, and um, enjoy life because she's been working so hard lately. Um, today, our episode is about not giving a fuck. And I know that sounds kind of abrasive. And when we say that, we're not talking about, you know, being lackadaisical in life and not caring, and not showing up. What we're talking about is kind of, you know, fucks equals energy and being selective on where we put our energy throughout the day because it runs out. And as much as we want to drink Red Bulls and five-hour energy and coffee all day, our energy runs out by the end of the day, no matter who you are. And so just being selective and very um, mindful about where you put your energy and where you put your cares and um, how much that affects you progressing your life forward. Um, this episode was really fun to record, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. I hope that um, it will be beneficial for you. And um, I don't really have anything to report. So um, without further ado, we're going to get into the episode. So it recently came up that a friend of mine was interested in learning how to not give a fuck. And it was adorable because she said that she tried to find a podcast on it. So she like searched how to not give a fuck on, on Spotify. And uh, she said not a lot came up. So I said, she said, you should try to like do some sort of podcast on it and see, you know, because it would have been helpful to know how to not give a fuck. And, and she thinks that I don't give a fuck. Well, she noticed in recent yeah. times that you are acting differently and you seem like more at peace and yeah. she equated that to you not giving a fuck yes and i said all right let it let it be us that does it because i am fresh out of fucks these days let it be me let it I be don't give me a fuck. <laughs> i don't care about anything anymore um and our producer was there for that conversation conversation and um christian loved the idea too and he was like He's a big fan of the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by uh, Mark Manson. And so I personally haven't read it, but we do have a couple of references in here from it. Um, but the general concept is it's not about not giving a fuck as a whole, but choosing the fucks you give. So for the sake of this not being the most explicit episode we've ever released, <laughs> uh, we're really just talking about not caring and being more disinterested in the things slash people that are not filling our cups up. Totally. We're so inundated these days with information, like from the moment that we wake up till the moment that we close our eyes to go to sleep, we are inundated with just stimulus mm -hmm. and information. And we decided we decided that practicing disinterest in the things that were not impacting us directly is the best way to approach this topic of not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I don't really have anything to do with that. So we just aren't interested in it. And mm -hmm. we even though it's still in front of our face and we're still stimulated by it, we're just like, meh. Um, but the definition of disinterest has two parts, lack of interest in something and the state of not being influenced by personal involvement in something. So being impartial. Mm -hmm. I love this so much. Um, I'd like to say that as someone who tries to have a very tough exterior, I actually care so much about literally everything. I care if you're okay, if you're being fed, how you're being fed. Can I feed you? Like, how can That's I help you? So nice. Like, I genuinely like want to help everybody. It's like, and I have to really check myself. And that's what that's been a big part of me not giving a fuck is because certain people don't appreciate when you give so much of yourself to them. And that kind of gives you that cringe feel where you're like, ooh, don't like that feeling yeah. at all. Like right. that made me feel super cringe. Um, and like, that's just as simple as what I realize is like, if people don't thank me for the things that I do, then I just won't be doing those things for them anymore. And, and I don't, I don't expect a lot from people. I, I do expect a thank you. Yeah. I think like I expect manners, like that's all. And so that was really like a big realization for me is just like, 
you know, because I give so many fucks and I constantly find myself overthinking if what I said was too harsh, because while I do care so much, I know that I can be really harsh. Like my personality can be pretty um, like straight to the point, I think. And that can be taken as harsh by people. Um, but I think that I overthink like what that how that impacts people. I don't have a lot of emotions behind what I say, but that doesn't mean that I don't ca care. So what I realized lately is that no matter what I do for some people, it will never be enough. And I refuse to deplete myself for other people. And when I was a good housewife, I didn't make enough money. When I made enough money, I wasn't a good housewife. When I take people to concerts, feed them, help them do labor for them, it doesn't make them like me more. It's, it doesn't make them like care. It doesn't mean that they're going to return the favor. Um, and you know what? They don't owe me anything. Like that's also kind of fucked up for me to expect that of them. Right. And so, you know, I think you just get to the point where you're like, this is a mindset thing. Like I need to shift my mindset. I get to help people because I enjoy doing that. But if I, for one second, feel a lack of appreciation for something now that I've done for other people, I'm out. Like I'm just not doing it. Um, and, and that's the comfort zone for me. I think like, that's the space where I'm like, yeah, I cannot give a fuck about this because I know that I did the right thing. And I know that I did this with the intention that like, I want to give to you in a nice way, but I deserve like the human kindness of a thank you. And if you cannot provide that, then I don't have to continue to help you. Right. So, and I think it goes back to like, give to people without expecting anything mm -hmm. in return but at the same time like being confident in your decision to not give after someone has burned you and just like being confident in the fucks that you do give exactly and it's like being very deliberate with them mm -hmm. and um like when you're confident and in yourself and like what you've done then you sit back and you're like i'm not gonna do that and you don't think twice about it you make the decision you move on and I think like what you're talking about in confidence is really comes down to like knowing your worth. And I think that's another big thing that has changed for me is I'm not desperately trying to get the attention of people anymore. Like I just genuinely don't care. Mm -hmm. I know my values and I know like what I've come here to do and what my goals and intentions are. And if right. you want to be a part of that, I'd be more than happy to bring you along for the ride. But like if you're not <laughs> like or if you're not appreciative of it or whatever, like then get off the train. Like, right. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I just, well, and yeah, you validate yourself enough. Yeah. So the more that you can learn to validate yourself, the more you can step away from the people pleasing mm -hmm. and not that you are people pleasing. I mean, I think that maybe it's just natural in both of us to, I mean, I know this is maybe I'm just speaking for myself. I want people to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I want people to feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. I truly go out of my way and it is genuine. Yeah. I I don't go around trying to win people over, but more just trying to like make them feel better. Yep. I it's a natural instinct I have. I think it's very genuine. I just want to help people. Yeah. I'm a giver. But at the same time, it's like validating yourself so you can step away from the people pleasing and the right. wasted energy on things that you don't need to care about right. or that aren't serving you. And so um, kind of just being selective where you channel your fucks. And to me, I think that fucks equal energy. Yeah. And so we have talked about countless times on the podcast, but if this is your first episode, you know, we say that every day we wake up and we are like a phone, like our, our phone battery. Mm -hmm. So we charge it over the night. And so we wake up and like throughout the day, whatever we give our energy to, our battery level is going to go down and we only have so much of it to give. So if we, you know, waste it on decision making on things that don't matter or, you know, our brain power is going to work or our relationships or there's you know an incident that flares up throughout the day that is emotional right that, oh that pulls God, yeah. from the that pulls from the battery um love takes energy mm -hmm. so even if it's a really positive thing our events that we show up at work you know anything like that is gonna pull the battery it's gonna drain the battery it's mm -hmm. gonna pull your energy it's gonna pull your fuck so being very selective on what we give our energy to and where we spend that precious battery power. Yeah. And you know, this is so interesting because as you're saying this, I'm like, we started the the battery conversation from like episode one, maybe two. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then we started to learn about human design. Mm -hmm. When you think about that, and I'm just sitting here looking at Christian and like also thinking about us, we have 
literally when we wake up that like overnight charge of sleep that's our battery for the day Mm -hmm. until we sleep again Mm -hmm. and so as projectors like that's literally how that works we don't get like there's nothing that we can go do that like recharges us or like gives us a little bit of juice that isn't how that works like we have to literally go take a nap or like truly rest in order to get any of that juice back Whereas like someone like Christian, who's a generator, if he goes and does the things that he loves, he might have access to more. But again, that's going back and doing the things that you love. So Christian loving subtle art of not giving a fuck is makes so much sense to me because he's like, I'm only going to do the things that light me up. Right. Because those things provide me more energy and mean that I can keep doing those things. Right. Like, I watch him and he's like a fucking energizer bunny yeah. around this place. And right. I don't have that. I'm just no. like. What, like after these, we recorded two episodes today. I'm going to be like, right. I'm literally thinking, I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to do the next thing I need to do. Like I'm going to need to go take a nap. 100%. And I know that about our podcast. So I give myself a little bit of t- leeway time after. Yeah. Um, and usually try to, I have appointments typically, but I usually try to schedule them so that I don't have to be like that present. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're so right. Like our battery gets charged overnight with sleep. So like, for example, today, I didn't sleep much last night. So my battery is like half full. Yeah. And I only have so much to give today. So these podcasts are going to be a lot. Fitness is something yeah. that drains the battery while it re-energizes us for the longevity, for the long term. Like right. our our battery strength, I guess, or the health of our battery the will, be, <laughs> will be stronger. Yeah. You know how like you have a phone, like the longer you have a phone, the battery starts to go. It's like that. But like if you work out every day, like the health of your battery is going to last longer. And like the just you're able to get that sleep that will allow you to wake up and be more fresh every single day with like a stronger battery power. Right. That is such a good analogy. So we last night, mine. I mean, it's probably at a quarter, to be Mm -hmm. honest. And so it's like, I'm going to have to be very selective today on what phone calls I take because sometimes phone calls drain me. Oh my God, yeah. And certain certain phone calls, I'm going to have to be very selective on, you know, what time I go to bed, meetings, and we have ladies night on Thursday. So you got to gear up. And so I have a lot to do for that. So those are my priorities for today. And then I have... Um, a friend that's going through a really hard time that is in my very close circle. And so I have to be sure that I reserve enough energy to be there for her mm-hmm. enough fucks to be there yeah. Um, for her later today. And so when I look at my day, that shows me that there's going to be some of my five things that are like the most important to me, which we're going to get into that are going to take a hit and it yeah. can't be my business today. I already did my fitness, so it's already drained can't be the podcast today. Yeah. It can't be my friend. So it's probably going to be John and I'm probably not going to make a healthy dinner. Right. So I know that going right. into it. And yeah. it's like, instead of beating myself up for it, it's like my battery's drained. I need to put myself in bed and just like, it's going to be a takeout and like a, Hey babe, how are you? Yeah. Type day. And I think that that, like that has been the biggest shift for me in human, de- like knowing human design. And I think we don't, we're not going to include that in the practical application. Cause I know not everybody's as like excited about human design as we are. But the reason that I love it so much is because it aligns so much with what I've always known to be true about myself. And then it's really helped me with the practical application of my energy. Like, how am I truly going to go forward in this world? And like, and then you start to realize that when you lean into your intuition, which is mine is instinctual, I hired Lauren because she asked me for advice on something. I didn't realize she was looking for a job. When I realized she was looking for a marketing coordinator job, I kept thinking, you know, you keep thinking you want to do a marketing coordinator. Like you keep thinking that in your brain. And I was like, you know what? Do you want to come work for me? Hired her pretty much on the spot. Was able to pay her what she wanted to be paid. And then decided like, okay, going to bring her in. I bring her in after I do. And then I was like, hey, can I like find out what your human design is? She's a generator. Mm. We always keep generators around ourselves because I can't fucking do it. Like if I had another projector in my business, we work as like a partnership because like for the podcast and things like that. But imagine if it was just you and I running a business. No. Well, we would, first of all, we do way too much of the same thing, too much of the same Yeah, and it would not work. Yeah. Our conversations and the podcast works out fine. Yeah. But overall, I and who would do the physical work all day long? It wouldn't be me. Yeah, you're so good at it.
So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. All right. So you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I want to talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great-grandparents started Murdoch's Western Wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watch a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not going to lie. I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch's hats and apparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. drained right now like yeah. I leave for Mexico on Saturday with my family and I told my cousin I was like to be clear I don't drink very much anymore and like I'm just gonna want to relax and she heard that because she hasn't hung out with me in a long time she heard that as yeah all I want to do is drink margaritas and read books and I was like no 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 Cassidy I said that I don't really drink anymore so <laughs> well, you're like so my battery is like half and yeah. alcohol like when you drink alcohol it drains the battery because you don't get to recharge it as fully I feel like it puts me in a false state. Mm-hmm. It puts me in a false state of who I actually am and takes me out of alignment. And then I start doing things. I think I have more energy than I do. I push myself too hard. I try to do the people pleasing thing. I'm highly emotional. I had seven shots of tequila on Saturday night with all my cousins. And I'm not kidding you. I think I hugged every single person in the bar and told them that I loved them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's spreading a lot of positivity. I mean, it I is. I love a good drunk girl love, but <laughs> I understand what you're saying. And I, to go back to like the projector generator into just personality types. So everybody is a different personality type. Everybody channels their energy in different ways. Human design is so amazing at that because it allows us to recognize Mm -hmm. how we best spend our energy and how we can be most efficient in our lives. I had no idea what human design was until Britt brought it to my attention. And now she reminds me, like, I'll tell her stuff. Like, sometimes I'll get caught in a whirlwind where I'm giving way too many fucks that aren't on the five things that I actually need to prioritize. And I'm like, I'm doing this, 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 and this. She's like, you need to go home and take a nap. Yeah. She was like, you need to be alone. You're way too drained mm-hmm. right now. You need to go home and take a nap. And I really appreciate that about you because um, it just, when you know how to efficiently move throughout each day and prioritize what matters, your life becomes a whole lot less complicated. Absolutely. 
It really helped me also, like, I mean, everybody knows that, like, I'm single and it helped me also being like, yeah, I don't have enough energy to date. Like, I don't have enough energy to date and I'm okay with that. And your shoulds are not my shoulds. And also, I don't live in the should land. I live in like what is happening right now. And what is happening right now is that I have a business. I have a new employee. I have a podcast and I have like wild amounts of family shit going on. Just like activities and stuff like well, that. And timing is everything. Yeah. You, what? If it's going to happen, it's going to fucking happen. And, I, and I'm not going to be the one to go. Also, I'm a projector. It's not meant for me to go out and search for it. No. I need to sit back and just do nothing. And <laughs> right, exactly. And when the timing comes and it will be the right timing and you'll be ready for it. And then maybe you can start channeling your energy towards that when it makes sense. Right now, your plate is so full. I also shifted my mindset. I have the privilege and this. I remember this me being like, you need just Britain time is what I think I said. I said you just yeah, need Britain time. Right. Because I was trying to get across that, like, I know what it's like to live in a house with another person, like to, and John is not that fucking person that I lived with, like totally a different situation, but like to not have a space that you can go to as a projector to just be alone. I am so blessed in that. Like when I go home, it means I am all alone. I have my thoughts. I have now a really new comfy couch. Like I have my giant comfy bed. Like I've literally now, I've also now designed my house to be extremely comfortable and like overly cloud-like comfy on all the surfaces. Right. So I can, I'm like living my best, truest life and self. Well, and, and recharging. And recharging. And when I go home, I don't have to like, and this is not a bad thing. Relationships are great. And I can't wait to hopefully have one someday. But I don't have to be, I'm not obligated to go home and say like, hi, how was your day? Right. And, and sometimes that's nice. Oh, well, I'm I'm sure. And when you find the right person that mm-hmm. clicks with you, that balances you, it's more of like I get to go home and I look yeah. forward to it. John is like we just celebrated our five year anniversary last weekend and like we've grown together so much. We kind of did like a rehash and like we know each other so well that yeah. like he is like he balances me. And I do the same for him, but we kind of like provide that extra little like boost power charge, if you will. Like totally. He will say the right things when I'm completely depleted and I like feel like I cannot go on. He'll say the right things. He like words of affirmation that he knows will get me going. Right. And he like so. But I totally understand what you're saying. But also he sees you and he knows you and he loves you and he's invested in you and he respects you. I've never had that in a partner before. So for me, it's not worth the risk to bring that in. I'm just like, so I'm like amazed right now because look at how amazing you are in your life. And you've never had that. You are successful and you are this like positive being and you have done it all on your own in spite of actually yeah. having people pull you down. Yeah, so imagine when you have someone who's running by your side, lifting you up, like. I'm gonna run for president. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I'm kidding, I would never. My ex one t- time told me that I couldn't, he couldn't run for president because he was married to um, a loudmouthed brown girl. And I oh stayed my- married for, I think, two more years after that. Oh yeah. my God. No, I, I do. I do a lot in spite of people and that's not, I don't recommend that, but I am, I am proud of where I am today. But, um, so let's get back on top of fucks that we do not give. And as you can see, I'm truly unable to give any fucks because I've gone through so much shit that I just, that's like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? So I think let's talk about the five pillars. Yeah. So I think the most important thing is to start with your, your choosing what you care about, right? What the fucks that you give. Okay. So if you only, and there's two pieces to this, there's your five pillars, which are your goals and your like true core values. And then there's, you wake up each day and you have five fucks you can give for the whole day. That's your battery, right? Then what are those tasks that you're going to focus on that align with your goals and your values? So give us an example of like what your goals and values are. And then give us an example of like your day and then just kind of break that down a little bit. Yeah. So examples. I had this conversation with my cousin last night um, and she is also really into like, you know, spirituality and self-help and all of that stuff and, you know, furthering herself in her career. And she has five really well laid out and like mine. And that's what brought us to and that's we connected those dots because of her. 
And I think for me, I've always had three, like my three core values. And so for me, my three core values are family, freedom, which would, to me, that's all encompassing of time, um, finances and like adventure sort of stuff, like being able to just escape to wherever I want and then health and wellness and spirituality. So I guess those are all like within those fall into one bucket to me. So to me, if I wake up each morning, what brings me financial freedom is my business and time freedom that covers both of those. So maybe let's add career in there, right? My career and the legacy I'm leaving behind. So if Haven and Flux is my number one priority and the values that I've placed behind that are so strong and deep in my core, then I think it's really important that my five facts or um, my five fucks in the day are primarily driven towards that one. Totally. So like today, another big part of it is like, obviously the podcast. I love being able to share my experiences with other people in hopes that they learn from like, don't, marry a man who calls you a loudmouth brown girl would probably be a right. good start for people. If somebody calls you that, don't marry them. Um, so I think that like that gives me a lot of joy. So this is a priority to me. I want to make sure that we get this done. I love that we're consistent with it. Um, I love that it gives back to our businesses. Family to me, friendship is really, really important, but I've I don't keep a lot of friends. That's like acquaintances that, you know, you have different levels of relationships. Britain Mm -hmm. to me is family at this point. Like she's within the five groups of people that like, or five people in my life that I keep close enough that like I would prioritize other people, right? Her over other people. And so I think that like, this is a priority after this, I need to go do like, you know, even in flux stuff, we can get into the nitty gritty, but I think that the big important thing is if somebody else brings their shit into my access, into my world, access wasn't the right world word, but like if you, somebody else brings their shit into my space, that is not a fuck I can give. Right. Social media is not a fuck I can give. Okay. Right. Like unless it's literally providing me value and aligns with my core values, then I, I don't care. So I, yeah, no, I'm just like breaking this down. So you have like the five things that you care about. Um, for me, I would, I, just saying this off the top of my head, so don't hold me to this, but it'd be like family, business, spirituality, um, health and wellness, and freedom, um, abundance, yeah. right? Let's just say those things. And so every day is going to look different because on Mondays, typically I prioritize business. Mm-hmm. On, on Sundays, typically I prioritize family. Yeah, I love And this. so, and then there's a little bit of prioritizing each piece in every single day, fitness, health, and wellness, that's going to be part of almost every single day. If it's a, for, if I'm traveling for business and I have a really early flight, maybe fitness doesn't fit in that day, but like, it's just continually balancing your life, but keeping these pillars or the, like your energy focused or your fucks on the things that you care most about in your life or your main goals in life. And sometimes I think of goals as something that like we need to achieve. Well, for, for me, it's like family can be a goal and it's not something that I, it's just maybe spending more time and being present with them right today. And so it's like just prioritizing those, your battery drains fast and every day is going to look different, but keeping that balance and keeping your battery healthy and alive are more like the long-term goals, right? Well, and you get to choose. I think that's the biggest thing. You get to choose. It's your fucking life. Like yeah. pick what you want to care about and then get after that thing. I'm recently was talking to a friend and he was like, dude, the last two, two months, everything has changed for me. Like my priorities, like all my friends are out drinking and want to carry on and have a good time. And he's like, I'm, I'm struggling because I don't think I want to do that anymore. And that will change. So your fox two months ago might not be the same fox that you have today. And that's okay. And that's healthy and that's good. You don't want to be stuck. You should continually be evolving, continually be reassessing where your battery life is going, where your battery energy is going. And if it's not serving you or helping people around you, then what are you doing? I mean, and Ed Milet says like, you know, average people measure goals one time a year, maybe two times a year successful and like really um 
motivated people, they measure their goals every single day, every mm-hmm. week, every month, and they're changing. And it's important to do that. Like, and that's the point right there is like, choose your fucks. It's okay right. if they change. It, it should change. It should change. And it's so hard, like you were saying at the very beginning, when you were giving so much energy into one thing, you felt like you're like letting another thing down. That's where the balance comes in. And that's where you really have to change our priorities at some point in the near future, I'm going to have to prioritize my health and my long-term goals over my Mm short-term business goals. And I know that's coming and I have anxiety about it because I'm like, how am I going to make it all work? Well, you know what? I have to keep my priorities very clear Mm -hmm. and be okay if something happens that I can't change because of what I am currently prioritizing. And, you know, that's life. And you you can have it all, but at certain different times at different times in your life things are going it's like it's not a straight line is what i'm saying no very rough mountainous terrain right it's a straight line you're not doing it right right and or maybe you're doing it right for you and that's your mediocre life but i just don't think our listeners are listening to this podcast because they want to live yeah if you've landed here you're not trying to be mediocre yeah so your straight line you gotta go ahead and find a mountain somewhere and i or a hill start with a maybe yeah maybe start with a hill right Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you. And a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. believe in my soul that like we are on earth to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Every single person has like a super power within them. Whatever makes them them, whatever makes you, you is your superpower and channeling that. Like I I know that we're all so aware of what we're bad at. Mm -hmm. We all know our insecurities. We all know what we suck at, but it's like finding what you're good at in putting so many fucks into that will help you help other people. And like, that's, I, I like, I think it's a God thing. I mean, you guys know that I'm very spiritual like that, but I mean, I've recently had to tap into that. Like, how can I best help other people? Because that's what I am good at. And that's what I love to do. So whatever the vehicle is that I do that right now comes in the form of a pink fashion truck, but like whatever the, the vehicle comes, that's what I'm going to give my fucks to. Right. And I think that, like, it's important to note, you know, we just talked about, like, your fucks should change, okay? But as things come up in your day, this is our next practical application, is, like, can it be changed? Like, when something, you're going to have things come up in your day where you're like, okay, that's a disaster. Like, I think we can all say we've gone through a pandemic, we've gone through, like, political chaos. Like, can you personally make a change towards the thing that's been thrown at you. And if you cannot, it is not yours. It is wasted battery life, y'all. It's wasted battery life. It's wasted energy. Don't waste your energy. My sweet baby angel mother watches the news every single night. Mm-mm. And I tell, and, and then she'll call me and she'll be upset by the weather or the fucking local news situation that's going well, on. Because some it's always gaslighting. 
And I'm like, they're gaslighting something every time you turn on the TV. And that's the stimulus that I'm talking about that we have from the second we open our eyes to the second we close it. You're driving, you're listening to a great podcast. You see, so sad, someone homeless on the side of the street. You look into their eyes. That's so draining. Yeah. Can you change that physically right now going 50 miles per hour, McCarran? Probably not. No, you, you know, literally it's cannot. Like, so it's like, why are we wasting our battery? You know what I mean? It's. It's Can like you that. truly impact? I think Jesse is a perfect example. Jesse saw, saw an opportunity. Something was presented to him in the space of a giant orange building. And if you go back to that episode, you can listen to him talk about that. And he thought to himself, nobody else wants to do this. This is going to be a fucking nightmare, but I'm going to do it anyway, because there's an opportunity to make a huge change here for the homeless community. And he did it. Mm -hmm. He did that. Do I want to talk about my brother's mental illness every single day, especially after the nightmares I get every single night? No, I don't. I don't want to talk about it, but I do it anyway, because it's important that we talk about it. Right. I think that by me talking about it, I can make a change. Exactly. But I can't literally. And then let's be clear. But you're very, very honest with yourself about your brother's condition and about his his mental disease that he has. You cannot change him, his, his brain. Mm -mm. And so you're like, I can't change him. But what can you put your fucks to? What can you put your energy to to change that situation? Resources for him, ones that he doesn't get provided. Right. And I think that's the thing is like. Can I fix the really? And we've talked about this on the episode with Nicole and I didn't expect to have that conversation. I didn't like listening back to that. I'll be honest, but like, yeah, I have to mourn a loss of growing up with a sibling. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in this reality. I now have a new brother, a different type of brother that is foreign to me. And I have to learn how to have a relationship with that. And quite frankly, he's not always comfortable with the relationship. So I have to respect that. I can't change it. That's on him. And until he's ready then I have to accept that and move forward with my life. Right. And that is the whole point is like, if you cannot change the thing and it is not directly impacting you in some way, step away, release it. It's not Which, yours. Yes, exactly. Which you have done a really good job on it because you could be wasting so much energy on what could have been or what should have been. And like, that is a wrong that has happened to you in your life. That is, that's the shitty hand that you were dealt mm -hmm. in this life. And, you know, every single person has their own examples of it. And you being so transparent and being able to talk about your brother shows your true strength and is helping a lot of people right now. But you knowing that you can't change the past, mm -hmm. you're not going to sit here bitter and say, why mm -hmm. me now? I, my brother is not the same. And like, it could be so great if we could go camping and he was just normal. And like, we, yeah. you know, Oh, I've done all it. of those things. This is what my nightmares are made of. <laughs> right. So, but you're not wasting your energy on it. Right. Instead, you're like, this is what it is. How can I make this situation the best possible yep. situation that it can be? And I think that kind of leads us to into like the next thing, right? Is like, you look at what I do, right? And you have to question my motives, right? Like, why do I do it? Why am I doing the things that I do? And I think that we can look at the history of me over the time of this podcast. Obviously, like not a lot of people can go back and see the stories that I posted a year ago, but those were interesting. Like, you know, and I think we all see it, right? The girl who just went through a breakup and all of a sudden you see a shit ton of selfies. Mm -hmm. and she's looking like, honestly, she's looking fire. You know that she is. You're like, okay, this girl stepped up. Mm -hmm. But why is she posting those selfies? Is she posting the selfies because she honestly feels good about herself and she's happy? Or is she posting those selfies because she's trying to get somebody's attention? And for me, and, and I don't know the motive. I don't know. I, that, I, that's a genuine question. Like, I think that belongs to the person posting the photo. That has nothing to do with me. But it had everything to do with me because I was posting the photos because I knew all of my ex-boyfriend's friends were watching me. And I wanted them to go back to him and say, yo, your ex-girlfriend is snatched. And they probably did. Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> for sure they did. So mission but, accomplished. But you know what? That was a waste of my energy. Yeah, that was, was a waste, a waste of, of my fucks. fucks. I had five fucks to give, and my business took a hit for it. And I had to like reorganize what I was doing and redo my focus. I felt unhinged. It didn't make me feel good. So I think you know what is the result you're trying to get out of something mm -hmm. each time that you do something. So with social media, we have the ability to get a lot of people's attention pretty quickly. But why are you posting something? Right. And I think that it just bringing it back to those five pillars or goals or values that you have in your life and saying, OK, is this going to serve any one of those things? Yeah. If it doesn't, 
then maybe you shouldn't be spending your precious battery power on it. Yep. And then in real life, are you giving to get or are you giving because it's part of who you are and it brings you joy? Right. Like in that, and that, I think you have to do it as it comes, right? Like sometimes I give and yeah. it feels really good. And other times I don't have it to give. So I'm not going to do it. Right. And I think that's something that you have to continually check yourself. I mean, I know I do, Yeah. So, you know, and also just again, preserve the battery power Yeah. because innately I'm like, I'll be there in a second. It's like, wait, is this what's best for every single and or is someone very close to me going to suffer because of this right you preserving your battery and being showing up as the best version of yourself every single day not only helps you but it serves every single person around you Mm -hmm. i also think it's really important to think about the people that are watching you Mm -hmm. like who and this is not one of it but one of the practical applications but like I think about this now and I think maybe the podcast heightened this, but like, you know, Lauren's mom listens to our podcast. Oh, wow. So what's up, Lauren's mom? And also, like, how do I want to present myself to Lauren's mom? Well, not like chaos. Right. Not like absolutely unhinged tin that used to exist back in the day. Like, that's not who I want to be. Like, well, that's not who you are. That's not who I actually am. That was who I was being because I let other people tell me what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And because I was insecure at the time, because I had gone through something that made me insecure and because I wasn't listening to my instincts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get into the next one. Consider the source. People just have some, like we talked about earlier, people have so many opinions on your life. But they never are the ones that have to reap the consequences and they aren't you. So consider the source of the person who you're taking advice from. And I think this is huge. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that what we put into ourselves, like in our minds, is just like the freaking food that we either we're nourishing Mm -hmm. our minds and we are progressing ourselves or we're killing our minds, you know? And it's the same thing with our body. It's like either we're fueling positivity or we're fueling the disease in our body. Mm -hmm. So, and I believe me, I'm not saying that I'm a super healthy eater, but what you feed your mind is so important And the, you have to consider the source of what people are telling you. And I'm not saying this is like, be a skeptical of every single thing that someone tells you, because sometimes it's criticism that you need to hear. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying like, consider the source. Is this someone that I respect? Is this someone who has a life that reflects what my goals are. I think I have a really good example of this. And I think that it's going to sound like I'm putting myself down and in no way, shape or form I am, but I am divorced and single. You should not be taking marriage advice from me. Like, I don't think that like, and that would be something to consider the source. So that was what I started to do is like, When somebody would give me advice, because a lot of people were giving me advice, they were really coming at me with their shit. And I was like, freaking. And you remember, I was like freaking out. I was like, this person said I should do this. And this person with my business, with whatever people who don't own businesses are giving me advice on how to run my business. Mm hmm. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm not like, so I literally. Because the candle business is like super easy to run and it's like anyone can pour candles, right? Yeah. yeah That's yeah, exactly yeah. what people think. Also, it's very cut and dry. Like, you're not going to have to scrape up carpet adhesive or paint walls or like, yeah. it's just really cut and dry. You're right. just going to only pour candles and then people are just going to magically want to buy them. But I think that the point there is that like the qu- thing that I started doing that really helped me was when somebody was giving me advice in the moment of them giving me advice, I would still listen. I'd be kind. I'd be respectful. But in my mind, I'd think, do I want the life that this person has? Mm -hmm. Or does this person have the life that I aspire to have? Right. No. You it's you have to vet what you let sink into your Mm -hmm. heart and your brain and what you let change your behavior. So like it's all you're just like constantly sifting through the bullshit to get like that fine gold, like that good shit at the bottom. Right. And that's what you should take. And I I don't necessarily agree with you when you said that you shouldn't be someone that's giving marriage advice just because your marriage failed. Oh, that's I think true. that you probably have the best advice. Um, and I don't even want to say failed, but I'm just saying like 
I respect you as a whole as a person. Right. And so, yeah, if you in your ability to see things for what they are. Mm. And so, like, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. It doesn't have That's to. That's fair. Like, if. If for some reason our businesses implode, does that mean that we have no good advice right. to offer someone? I don't think that at all. That's I think, true. in fact, we're going to have way more advice and there's way more to learn from someone who's gone through it and failed. So I don't agree with you on That's that. Fair. However, I understand what you're saying. That's up. Yeah. Look at the person as a whole, maybe not their individual wins or losses, but as a whole, are they a good person? Are they someone that you want to be like? I'm like, are you a godly person? Do you even have morals? Mm -hmm. Like, where is this source coming from? Like you're, I, I feel people in my soul and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not going to listen to that. And that was hurtful. Right. And yeah, I'm seriously. not going to take that in. And like, I think that you should go say a prayer seriously so that you go to heaven my favorite is a man would never want to marry a woman like you and i was like um wow thank you so much for your time i'm gonna go wow yeah i know people are they say like people have no idea what they're saying and that's another thing that i think that the art of not giving a fuck is like don't take yourself so seriously because people i mean it's like just let it roll off. If you don't mm -hmm. take yourself ser so seriously, then you're like, okay, yeah, ha, ha, funny. You know, right. you're able to joke, laugh at yourself. You're able to joke about it. And you and yourself are confident enough to know that that's not you. Right. And there's a million people that would want to marry you and a million people that are, whoever gets to marry you is going to be one blessed son of a bitch. Did you set so. the line somewhere for the people who want to marry me and I didn't know about it? Well, they're just lined up somewhere. Yeah, they are. The fuck? They are. I'm kidding. I think this also brings us to our next thing, which is like level up the people in your circle. The mm -hmm. person who told me I would uh, a man would never want to marry a woman like you. Yeah, you're fucking done. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we're done here. This is not you're you're clearly not in the space that I want to be in. So I'm out of this situation. Thank right. you for your time. Appreciate right. you moving on. Right. And I think that like even when you look at your friendships and things like that, people who waste your time hours and hours on the phone talking bullshit about things that don't matter. They're black hole black for your battery hole. life. They're just sucking your battery black hole. And do you know what? They are so miserable with their life because they're so unaware that you potentially could have something going on in your life that you might need to hang up the freaking phone. So put yep. boundaries up and level up your circle like we talked about. Mm -hmm. Do these people align with the five pillars that you've created for yourself, the five things that matter most to you, the five goals that you have in your life? If these people don't help you get there, don't lift you on your journey, they're dead weight and you need to clip them off. I also want to remind everybody that people who talk shit on other people talk shit on you. And yes. people who talk about ambitions and goals will likely be ambitious and reach yes. goals. Right. Which brings us to be about what you talk about. Mm -hmm. It validates you without mm -hmm. anyone else being necessary in it. And this is a this was the game changer for me. Mm -hmm. I moved into that studio and everybody like I was drained. I was so tired. I had so much going on. I turned that studio around. It went from like a 70s shag, weird vibe in there, carpet like weird wallpaper, 70s inspired blinds hung up to literally the most modern, bright space in one and a half days. I did it all by myself, all of the labor, moving it in. I did, Lauren came in and helped me move some of the stuff in. But for the most part, I physically moved everything in there. I designed it myself. That whole entire room is my creation. Yeah, you should be proud. And, and if anybody has shit to say about it mm -hmm. or has shit to say about what I'm capable of, I don't even give a fuck. I don't care. Get out of my space. Don't well, come here then. Well, and you are you didn't just talk about having the space and then let your shit sit in the space for a long time. Like you were about what you talked about. And I think that that brings so much confidence and validation to yourself. And I'm a huge proponent of not talking about things until you do them. Mm -hmm. I hate to pet people that. Mine. yes i me too and everyone's always constantly trying to be like what's next what's more and i keep it so vague because to be honest i don't want to say something and have it not mm -hmm. happen yeah and so like even sometimes in my like tight circle i'm like i don't talk about it until i know it's happening um and i think that that a allows you to be more um I don't know, versatile and mm -hmm. where you go yeah, and yeah, more flexible and like your mobility is so much better. And 
just like you can change without being like, well, I told this person this like, no. Well, you and I are instinctual. Our, intu- our, our intuition is a quick hit. Yeah. So for us, it's and that's not for everybody. Some people, it's their gut or their emotions and they have to really sit with it. And I'm talking about human design again. So for us, it's instincts. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it is going to happen quick. And so we can't tell you what's going to happen 10 years from now, five years from now, next month, next week. We can tell you like we were presented this opportunity and we said yes to it because it felt right inside our bodies quickly. And so we did it. And that's what happened. It was like, Christian presented me this opportunity. I kind of didn't do anything. Christian came back to me and said, Hey, yo, you want to come see the space? I said, absolutely. Yes. Went and saw the space, said yes to the space, got the keys and turned it around in a day and a half. Right. And like, and now we're up in business and running out of a, a nice space that honestly I can produce a lot more candles out of. So, and everybody, by the way, in those three days told me not to do it. And by the way, all your fucks went into the space. And so your battery was drained. Yep. And so there might be some other areas in your life that didn't get the attention. I was However, laser being focused. Right. So like be about what you talk about. Get into your intuition. Yep. Be Sh- able to trust that. Yep. And then shamelessly and relentlessly protect your boundaries. Yes. And I think that this goes back to it is like everybody. And I just I bring up the dating thing. I don't I don't really like I'm not. I just want to like. I think the beginning of this, I was so desperate for like whatever the fuck would pay attention to me. And like now I just seriously do not care. Like I could not give less fucks about that. Like, and I think that the change is my boundaries are up. Your boundaries are up and you're being so selective on where your energy is going, Mm -hmm. where your fucks are going. You are only putting your energy into things that are progressing you forward, moving your business forward, moving your space forward. Whatever it is, you're being selective about that. And I'm waiting for the invites. And so on the outside, it looks like you don't give a fuck when really you give so many fucks. You just give them about things that are that matter, that matter, but also that are like. Listen there and we need to wrap this up, but like. At a certain point. I, I've let a couple new relationships into my space, both like friendship, mostly friendships. Honestly, I've done a lot of friendship relationships and I'm starting it all there. You can come in and you can be my friend. So long as you provide equal uh, amounts of mutual respect and mutual energy into this relationship, should I feel that that energy lacks on your side, I'm going to step away. And I will wait for you to invite me back into the space. I'm not going to go like searching out. And that's in everything in business, all of that. That's what happened with Christian in that space. We, it was like a thing that he was thinking about. He was like, yo, by the way, I think we might have a space for you. This is where it's going to be located. We think it's a good idea. And then it like came up again. And he was like, you're going to be in the studio. Why don't you come check it out? And then everything progressed to us being in the studio consistently and also me moving into this space here. And from there, it was like quick and made sense. And it was all in alignment. So I'm not going to waste my time and my energy out there searching for shit. I'm going to handle what's right in front of me and what's come to be on my plate. And yeah, put your energy towards that. What's meant for you is not going to pass you by Mm -hmm. if you are putting your energy into things that matter and you are living in alignment. So Mm -hmm. just... Find some peace about that. Yep. And if it's meant to be, it will. And, you know, truly preserving your battery life and your fucks, mm-hmm. putting those towards the things that are going to move you forward in life and that matter to you the most. Yep. And with that, um, follow along. Yeah. Bread on Blast. Uh, find us on BL- at BLFT Reno, at Murdoch Hats and Apparel, and at Haven and Flux, wherever you are on social media. Um, if you like the show, subscribe and review Bird on Blast on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, we appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of this. Cheers, y'all. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.